Hello, Shannon Grimm with Shannon Grimm Partners at Howard Hanner Real Estate Services. Today I'm here with Monogram Homes, Bob Seaton or Bob the Builder, and then we also have Rochelle Seaton as well. And uh, they're just going to tell us a little bit about their project or their product and what they do. Um, so Monogram Homes is a true custom builder. Right. We all start with any prints that we've already built. You bring your ideas to us, and then you. We want to know what you want the front of your home to kind of look like, your kitchen and your master suite. And most of the things that we do at house are around those three items. Yeah, uh, we, the kitchen is the big thing and the exterior is the big thing. I've had people refuse to go into a home just because of the exterior. Right. That's what so I'm saying. So you bring me that and then you'll meet with me first and I'll explain the whole company, how we price things, go through some slides, show you some stuff we do and a little bit about how we do things. And then the next meeting would be with Danielle, my designer. Mm -hmm. And then you would bring your ideas. You'd have homework. You'd bring your ideas. I want the front of my home to look like this, my master suite, and my kitchen, or have an idea. And if you want a ranch, two-story, most people know that going in. Mm -hmm. And then she creates a plan for you, and then you come back in, and she does the, uh, she'll have a drawing of your home. And then once you... Uh, purchase we send it out to have an architect redraw it so it's all structural and all that but with danielle's experience and danielle's been with me for 16 years oh wow at close to 17 so i mean she between the two of us we she's know designed what, one or two homes what, what can be built <laughs> yeah she's designed several homes we built. um we're what we like to think of as a small company we only want to do 24 a year okay i was gonna say that too so that's good yeah 24 a year the average price Home only now is probably 620, but that's the average. We've done some stuff in the fives, and then we've done some stuff in the millions. It's just harder to do things on that lower end. It's just, it's every builder across the board, it's just harder to do things on that lower end. So in the fives, is it bad? No, but then you'd also have your land and your improvements to the land. Yeah. And that's what's really gone up. I mean, our costs have gone up since COVID. And since the uh, yeah, I always give people a pre-COVID effort. Of right, yeah, it's it's just and it's hard to keep up with. Before COVID, I could tell you almost exactly where your price was going to come in per square foot, but it was changing pretty bad. So we've kind of stopped doing that. We give them a ballpark range. Mm -hmm. I look at it with them, and then when they meet with Danielle, she really finds out what they want in their home more, and she's able to give them a close budget. Yeah, it's hard. Like people will ask us, well, how much for you know a chimney to be cleaned or whatever. It's like, well, pre-COVID, it was this. So everything just changed. Um, but so, and, and people don't understand lot prep. So they don't understand that they have to buy the lot and then they have to do the prep. So there's all kinds of things involved with that. We and, actually do the prep. But and they we, don't understand that that's right. part of the prep, that yeah. they have to pay for that. And the reason that varies with us, because one time we'll be building in Sycamore Trails mm -hmm. on a tight lot or at Snug Harbor out at Buckeye Lake on a tight lot, and then the next home will be on 10 acres somewhere. Well, the farther you are off the road, yep. and the farther you have to bring the driveway, utilities, and all that, drives the lot prep up. And then if you're on a, out on a you know country road or in a neighborhood that doesn't have sewer, mm -hmm. then the septic system is very specific per lot, and those can range in price from 18 to $28,000. Yeah, those aren't cheap. And then the flag lots are also a little more difficult to build on. Same reason, though. You have to go you have clear to go way, way back, back off the road. that pole, and people don't understand. And flag lots aren't as popular uh, than not. Delaware County. Yes. 
That's the only county that we build in. Because we build in That's 10. That's what I deal a lot with. 10 <laughs> municipalities. And we work well with all the municipalities um, and all the building code departments because we realize how valuable a building code department is because we build in some areas that don't have a building code department. Mm -hmm. And the stuff I see people doing around me, I wouldn't want in my home. Yeah, uh, that's good, though. So and it's good being a smaller builder because you're not, like, super rushed to get things done and get them through, so. Oh, we still turn we still turn homes in a timely manner. Okay. Yeah. But it's not so fast that if you want to make a change, it throws us all out of kelter. We just explained to you, your house is going to rest for a while until we get all this worked out. So what what is the average time frame? Well, pre-COVID, it was six months. <laughs> and now it's probably eight to, it's getting back into the eight nope. maybe nine but seven to eight is our goal now so it's and our homes have also gotten more complicated and bigger as we've grown and our price point goes up so eight months from permit no eight months from the dig eight months from the dig okay yeah okay and then um so what got you started building like what did you do before you were a builder? okay well Oh, way, way back. I'm going way, way back way, to way. my junior year yeah. in high school. I was all set thinking, I was taking all these college prep classes, and I got through there, and I went, you know, I don't really want to put up with school teachers for another four years of my life right. or five. So I, uh, my dad had a friend that was a plumber, and so I thought, well, I'm going to be a plumber. And I did that for my, during my senior year, I worked half a day as a plumber, and then I got out of that. Half a day as a plumber. Yeah, I would go to high school half a day. I'd go to high school half a day, and then I'd go. I thought it was work. a very short-lived career. No, okay. no, I worked for four years with that company. Okay. And then I wasn't really happy there. You know, it was the it was the '80s. Whenever everything was interest rates on houses were 14 and 16 percent, and all that. And then my uh, my little league baseball coach, who was Jim Paul Builders, he uh, I asked him if I could, he'd give me a job. And I wanted to learn to be a carpenter. And I did that. And I had worked with Mr. Paul a little longer. I was with him four years. Mm -hmm. And then he had a, uh, but he had five sons, a son-in-law, a daughter-in-law working there. And I was the only non-family member. So there wasn't a lot of room for advancement. So Mr. Paul recognized that. He helped me start a home improvement business. I did that for 10 years. I grew it a little too fast. So we kind of shut that down and regrouped. I went to work for an on-lot builder and learned a whole lot about working in municipalities, because all my experience had been at Lickey County. So then it was like, okay. And then they were going through some things, and I went, okay, I'm going to start my own company. And if I do four homes a year, that's great. Mm -hmm. Well, now we're going 24 a year, and that's the most we will do, because our trade partners and our, because we don't look at our, our trades, like electric, plumbing, heating, and all those guys. Mm -hmm. Those aren't subcontractors to us. They're trade partners. Okay. Because when I started Monogram, I said my trade partners have to win, my customers have to win, my vendors have to win, and I have to win, or I'm just not going to do this. And that philosophy has stayed throughout the, the process of Monogram. For the, and we're coming up, December will be 20 years since we formed the company. Okay. And uh, we've stayed true to that, even when times got lean and we were down to building three houses a year when we first started. Mm -hmm. You know, we were able to keep pulling through, and then we... Um, we just started building slowly, slowly when it came back, and it just went, then it eventually it went nuts. So, But anywhere from 20 to 24, depending on the cost of the home, too, because naturally a $525,000 house doesn't take as much time to build typically as a million or a million, two million. Yeah. 
So that's, and we don't do, we haven't done a 2 million yet. We're getting close. But, you know, that that's not, you know, it's just worked for us really well. And we really take care of our customers. And almost to a fault, I leave my cell phone on at night and I'll answer. I had a customer call last week at 1030 at night. They'd lived in their house four years and their sewer was backed up. And I was able to tell him how to fix that over the phone. Oh, wow. Because we'd had the same issue with him, with them before, where they just, they're just aligned into the septic guy block. So I was able to show Great him how to fix service, that. Though. Yeah, all, and I had him talk to my septic guy all at 1030 at night. And you've kind of made this a family business, too. Yeah, one of my sons works, I've got twin boys that are 36, and Andrew works for AEP downtown Columbus. And then Aaron came on board, I think, 13 years ago. And he runs our day-to-day -day construction, and then Danielle runs, is kind of running the other part, and I'm kind of supervising both of them now. Because for so many years, I was involved in every decision in the company that just got overwhelming when we got to 24. Look, it's hard. Like, even with me, like, I'm a control freak. Yeah, I would say they describe me as a micromanager. Yeah, that, I get described as a micromanager, but... Yeah, so... It's okay. I embrace it. But I do. I did learn to let some things go. Like, some things, it's... You know, it's hard. <laughs> and then my wife works with us, and she was a licensed title. She has a licensed title agent, and then she's also worked in the mortgage industry. So when she deals with draws and stuff, she knows every person in that process's job oh, because wow. she's done it. Mm -hmm. So it really helps expedite all that. And then Rochelle is Andrew's wife, and she came on board with us about. A year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, almost two years ago. On a part-time yeah. basis. She'd been in charge of a floor of nurses at Grant and decided that she didn't want to do that when she had her third, our third grandchild. And she, uh, so I said, hey, I need some help part-time. Mm -hmm. I knew she'd be great at it. And she's been a huge asset to the company. So you're doing marketing? Yep, marketing, assisting with sales. And I get to take all the, the pictures of the houses and take people for tours. Yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah, so that's it's a lot of fun. And then we also, you know, grandkids are getting involved as well. My youngest gets to come to work with me at times and gets to write all the papal. So good marketing material, though. That's good social yeah. media stuff right there. Yeah, you can kids. But, but yeah, so, so it, you know, and I'm not encouraging any of them to go into the business because I want them to all find their own path. Oh, yeah, but it's totally organic. Right, yeah, it just... So it's not like that they're forced. There wasn't a plan for Aaron to come here, but yeah. it just worked out. Well, but I think... Uh, so, like, I have a teenager who's hung out with me since he was born. He's not mine, but he thinks he is. So he wants to be a real estate agent. Right. So he follows me, and he goes, and he'll give tours to people in houses, and you know, he goes in, turns on all the lights, and, like, literally says, this was the office that, you know does all that stuff. He's been doing that since he was five. Right. So, yeah. so sometimes it just comes naturally to the same thing. Right. But um, can you, uh, what's your most notable experience in the building industry? What kind of shaped what you're doing now? Oh, what really shaped Monogram to the point with right after I started Monogram, um, a gentleman that became a friend of mine, he actually had a subdivisioning or development in Granville schools real close to where I was living called Stone Creek Estates. And I think a lot of it is just getting into that neighborhood early, and then I ended up building over 60 homes in that neighborhood, in that area. Uh, I bought the last 14 lots, because some of the model on the highway guys were coming in, and I was afraid they were gonna destroy the neighborhood as far as the quality of the looks of the houses. So I bought the last 14 lots to assure that I would get to build the last 14. 
and then I kind of helped develop a few lots on the outskirts of that neighborhood also. But that would, if I look back on it, Stone Creek Estate, I used to joke and say, I want my hearse when I die to go through Stone Creek Estate. <laughs> that's a, a, kind of that's made, the thing you're most proud of. Is that yeah, that neighborhood, I was able to get into it. My, I'm, I'm still friends with not, uh, most of the people we built for in there. I mean, to where I'm sponsoring, donate money to their children's activities and you know, they really are a part of who we are. And uh, and some of the original customers were just over-the-top nice people. Uh, as I know, Dave and Leanne Failer and uh, Amanda and Joe Johnson were two of the first people that we built for in Stone Creek. And they were just great spokesmen for the company. And we were literally starting out. I was driving a Sunfire when I called on them. Hey, I love my Sunfire. Yeah, I did too, but it wasn't exactly what builders typically drive. No, it's usually a pickup truck for the building. And I had a pickup truck, but I didn't use it on the, for my appointments. So. wasn't expecting the Sunfire comment. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was driven from the, uh, from, uh, oh, wherever they made, begins with it, Lo not Loveland. Uh, I forget yeah, where yeah. they were made, but they were made in Ohio, so. Okay. Mine was driven from there by someone who smoked. I was not happy about that. Oh, yeah, we didn't have that issue. No. But, um. So, basically, so your process from the time you dig, you're about eight months. Yes. So when, so I know your office is really nice. You've got a nice table there with some chairs, and you pull the TV screen up, and you can go through some stuff. So what, what, what else is part of your process to get that going? You just bring them out to your office in Westerville? Yeah. It's uh, out of Eastland, I believe. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've got um, the office in Westerville. And I also was working out of my house at um, Aldridge Estates and out of the basement. Okay. And, um, but I've kind of outgrown that and I got to the point where I don't want people coming to my house all the time. But the reason we... They can call you any time of day, so right. that should be good enough. But we, uh, <laughs> by this building in 10 counties, it made sense to come to Westerville, our office. Yeah, you know, the east one is right by the highway. Or yeah, it's, it's right by the highway, to so. easy to get to. So it's pretty good for anybody to get to. Before that, I had a whole bunch of satellite offices that doubled as Panera Breads okay. <laughs> when I wasn't using them. But yeah, so that's, you know, but. It's a nice space. And I really liked, because um, you pulled up a, a presentation basically and showed me when I was there before. So I thought it was really nice and um, it's just, uh, would be good for customers to see like what you've done and stuff before. And I just I describe a lot of the company and I get a little bit different bios on, you know, the, what I would call the, the four or five main people. Mm -hmm. And then we've got several others. We have two construction managers, and Monroe's and Mike are both great. And then we have, uh, Danielle has an assistant designer, and then we've got Deb, and she's kind of like, in a sense, is the person in the office that kind of makes sure everything happens. Okay, she kind of, she really runs the ship. <laughs> a little bit, I mean, Aaron runs it, but she's, yeah. and I worked with Deb at another company, and we always got along well, and. I seen that she was, you know, could use a job right after COVID, mm -hmm. and then I nice. I called her and we needed help and she took the job and we've really been blessed with that. And then our our designer also used to work. One of our designers used to work for our kitchen company, so now we bought the software. We design all our kitchens in house. Oh wow! So we're able to do that, and then. Um, so then, you know, we do our color selections at America's Floor Source, yeah, well, and they've got, they've got all of our products there, mm -hmm. except for lighting, and then uh, we go from there, and it's just worked really well, taking them to one location. 
I'm not telling them to go to 10 different places and pick stuff out. Like it's kind of overwhelming for some people. That's why some people, the thought of building a custom home gets overwhelming because they, they think they're going to have to go, you know, everywhere and not have guidance. But you guys are, it sounds like you're able to give them a lot of guidance and then they just go pick out the colors, basically. Yeah, one of my interior design, it's usually Stephanie now, it used to be Danielle, goes to your color selections with you. And then America's Floor Source is great because they've also provided an interior designer. Yeah. My experiences with them have been really good as well. So. Yeah, I mean, they're like any big company that had to work through some things, but they worked through them really well. But it's just nice what they offer for custom builders. Oh, it just makes yeah. a lot of sense. Lot of, yeah. And all their stuff in the builder division is leveled. So instead of giving you allowances like a lot of custom builders, mm -hmm. because custom builders give you a ton of allowances and you're never quite sure if you can get what you want. Mm -hmm. Production builders talk about standards and upgrades. Right. Well... We kind of don't talk that way because we fit everything in it and we all put it in one bowl and mix it up and price it. <laughs> so by doing the levels, when you go to pick something out, you know if you stay in that level, your price isn't changing. Then if you choose to leave that level, you can either save money. But so I don't like a lot of allowances because, you know, it just doesn't work for people. Yeah, you just have to know what you're getting. Right. And, yeah. So and then um, well, what else was I trying to ask? It was right there. So, since you're a true custom builder, do you do inventory homes? Every now and then I'll partner with somebody to do a, a, what's called a spec home. Mm -hmm. And I've got one of those going right now on Sycamore Trails. Okay. What are the price ranges on those guys? That's going to be a little over a million. Okay. Is it just the one house? Just the one house. Okay. And then there's still two lots in there that we'll do a custom build on for them. Okay. Do you have uh, information about that on your website? I don't believe it's on ours yet, but it's okay. going to be listed here shortly. Okay. Because my partner's got to take care of handling and sales okay. of it. Okay. I'm just curious if people could get information on that. They yeah. can always call you directly, too. Yeah, they could always call me or Rochelle. Okay. Uh, Bob, do you have any final words for our audience? Yeah, I mean, I just, we like to provide a positive building experience. And then also, the thing I'm the most proud of is our customer satisfaction rate is probably. 98 percent to 95 to 98 and i the other thing i like is i've built two homes for two different couples and i've built for a lot of brothers and sisters and now i'm starting to build two for siblings kids. siblings oh. of people we built or yeah. yeah siblings children of the people we built for not mm -hmm. siblings but children yeah of the people we built for so that's been the most encouraging that they had such a positive experience that they wanted us to build their well, it's crazy that you remember the people's names to me. So just the fact that uh, the people seem to be very special to you, that I'm built with you. Yeah, and a lot of the ones... always get that. And, and in defense to the ones in the beginning that I seem to be the closest to, mm -hmm. I basically sold them the home, I basically designed it, and then I built it. So we had a lot of personal contact. You went through every... I did everything. I even did the color selections with them. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, it seems like you're pretty accessible. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, so. I don't not answer my phone or not return a phone call. Yeah, no, that's great. And the whole company's that way. We, we pride ourselves on getting back to people in less than 24 hours, unless they would call on a Saturday night. We don't always call on Sundays. Well, that makes a huge difference though, because a lot right. of companies you call and you never get a call back. So right. It makes a huge difference. Just uh, right there, the level of customer service is great. But that's that's the thing that I'm the most happy with. Okay. Well, why don't you tell people how they can get a hold of you? You can get a hold of us at modogramhomes.net. And then I think 
Rochelle will give you the phone numbers. Yep. Usually when you fill out that contact form, uh, I'll contact you back pretty quick. And then our Westerville office is 614-392-1821. Okay. Well, thank you both for being here. We appreciate it. And again, my name is Shannon Grimm with Shannon Grimmer Partners at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. Like, follow, and subscribe at Shannon Grimm Realtor. Thank you.